Welcome to Stories of Runeterra. My name is Guy Black, a Ravenhood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Runeterra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe filled with sadistic power brokers of all kinds. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this as an audiobook of League Stories and Lore by yours truly. This week's story is Renata Glask, the Kim Baroness. Now for my terrible impression attempt. We don't have to be enemies. Let me change your mind. Renata Glask rose from the ashes of her childhood home with nothing but her name and her parents' alchemical research. In the decades since, she has become Zahn's wealthiest Kim Baron, a business magnate who built her power by tying everyone's interests to her own. Work with her and be rewarded beyond measure. Work against her and live to regret it. But everyone comes to her side. Eventually. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Real quick, before we jump in here, um, I have another podcast that I co-host with my buddy Elliot Moose Captain Minge, where we mash together different games and fictional settings. We're still doing some League of Legends and Dungeons and Dragons crossover, and right now we're doing Noxus. First episode dropped yesterday. Um, scheduling mistake on my part, but hey, you guys get an episode early. So check it out. Uh, it's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and I'm trying to get it on Apple Podcasts, but appreciate it. And then for this one, always like, share, rate, etc. Thank you. Life had not always been good to Renata Glask. Her parents were brilliant alchemists focused on innovations for the healing arts. Dedicated to their work and their community in Zon, they gave their care and their cures to anyone in need regardless of whether their patients could afford them. Renata grew up accustomed to going to bed hungry, resentful of her parents' ideology, yet powerless to change her circumstances. She dreamed of the ships that sailed through Piltover's Sungate Canal, imagining herself taking the wheel and steering her life in a new direction, toward the riches of the world. When she was old enough to join the family business, it was quickly discerned that Renata had no aptitude for alchemy. She did, however, have ideas about turning a profit. In her first sales pitch, Renata convinced her parents that they wouldn't need to ask anything more than people could give if they started treating wealthier Zonites. With loyal patients extolling the Glasks' talents to their betters, their charity work was soon paid for by the rates Renata set for the rich. 
Instead of living comfortably, however, the Glasks spent that money developing a highly refined Chemtech formula to extend the lives of their sickest patients. No matter what they did, the formula always had an unwanted side effect, such as making their patients extremely suggestible or extremely violent. So they continued to try and improve their work. Only Renata, bitter at what her parents chose to do with the money she had earned them, wondered if the formula could be useful as is. Up in Piltover, the elite clan leaders who had been making money off the Zonite medical stopgaps heard whispers of the Glask's family research. Not willing to let anything threaten their bottom line, they paid off a handful of enforcers to take care of it. Renata woke up to the sound of her parents' screams as her home burned down around them. She lost her own trying and failing to save them. With only her family name and the scraps of research that survived the fire, Renata swore to avoid her parents' mistake of thankless altruism. Instead, she threw herself into building her meager inheritance into something bigger, something that could give her everything she'd never had. Something that would give her money and power and control. An empire. As the years passed, she became the brains behind several successful small-time operations while building relationships with unsavory but influential individuals throughout the city. She'd give people jobs, lend them money, and give them medicine for their sick children. But never for free. If they couldn't pay in coin, she demanded their loyalty. Renata quickly realized that genius was the rarest and most lucrative commodity in Zon, and devised a plan to invest in destitute youths with a talent for innovation. She offered a space to work and stability for their families in exchange for their work in perpetuity. The poorest among them couldn't afford to say no. Renata found herself with plentiful access to new and unique product designs and novel uses for the Chemtech formula that was her parents' legacy. Profit soared. She then established Glask Industries after purchasing the first of what would eventually be dozens of factories to manufacture her high-end Chemtech products. Glask Industries quickly expanded across Zon, from Chemtech mining operations to dance halls to refineries, angering some barons who'd held monopolies over the ventures. But... One by one, Renata persuaded them all to go into business with her, and just like that, Renata quietly managed to become a Cambaron in her own right, and no one could push back for fear of upsetting their own cash flow. While Glask Industries flourished, Renata herself remained in the shadows, waiting for the right time to make her next move. That time came after a chemical accident sent poisonous fumes sweeping through the streets of Zon, leaving the city in its worst state in decades. Amidst the noxious gray clouds, Glask Industries offered basic breathers and replacement filters to everyone in the city, for free. Now everyone in Zon knew of Renata Glask and her benevolence. She had earned Zon's loyalty. Word of her generosity swept through Piltover as well. For the first time, shopkeepers looked seriously at Renata's elegant and ultra-refined Chemtech designs and soon lined the shelves with her products. Now, 
Every fashionable Piltoven owns at least one Glask Industries product, and the wealthiest among them vie to sit beside Renata at novelty galas and the opera house. But Renata's plan was never to be a Kim Baron and Zahn, or the corporate darling of Piltover. No, she aims to take Piltover's source of financial power for herself, the Sungate she had dreamed of so often in her youth. For she who controls the Sungate controls the flow of trade, and she who controls the trade controls the world. With a secret cache of her parents' Kimtech formula embedded in every Glask product in both Piltover and Zahn, ready to be released at her command, side effects and all, it's only a matter of time before everyone works for Renata Glask. And now for today's story, entitled Right on Time, by Dana Lurie Shaw. Hope I said that right. 1817. Renata Glask's heels click angrily across the marble floors on her way to the front door. It's a long walk, and her annoyance grows as the bells screech out the same cloying tune a second time. The mechanical fingers of her left hand unfurl as she reaches the latch, twisting and snapping into the necessary shapes, embedding into the bespoke lock as its one and only key. She throws open the ornate copper door and looks down at her visitor. Maeve. All of Renata's high-ranking subordinates have been informed that her priority for the evening was debuting her decanter at the Vesela Novelty Gala. Miss Glask, the shorter woman says with a curt nod, her prosthetic iron eyes rattling against the glass of her gel-filled goggles. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. It must be important. We've gotten wind of a new type of breather, not, not just a filtration unit, an air purifier. Renata's eyes flash. My divisor said we had nothing to worry about on that front. Maeve shrugs. Not her department. Who's manufacturing it? A Baron Maidenstroke. Uh, Not sure where yet. She glances at her gaudy Piltoven clock. The gala begins in just under two hours. Her presentation slot is precisely at 21.05, and she hasn't had the time to pick up the decanter from the library yet. She sighs. It looks as though the gala will have to start without her. Time to get the night back under control. 1856. Hours. Basile, a worm of a man, grovels at Renata's feet, dirtying her office floor with his soot-stained tears. I'm sorry, he chokes out, breath still rank from whatever swill he'd been drinking when she'd interrupted his visit to the Corridan tap room. I'll get the money to you in a week, uh, two, two at most. Renata says nothing, let a basile squirm and sob on the floor a little longer. He'd come to her for a loan six months ago for his wife's replacement leg after an accident at a machinist's shop. Renata gave him what he asked for and got him a well-pairing factory job to boot. But after his wife died from sepsis and Basile tried to drown his sorrows at the tap room, it was no surprise he can't pay. It's what she's counting on. Do you think, she asks finally, that I need that money? That I would even miss it? 
I... I'm not interested in money, dear Basile. Keep it. Basile's eyes filled with tears of gratitude. Thank you, he whispers, Miss Glask. But, she holds up a finger to quiet him. There is something I need from you. Anything? You're still working for Mightenstoke, yes? Got a nice little promotion last month? Basile's face falls. Not everyone has the stomach to get between two Kim Barons. He swallows hard. I can get you money in four days, Miss Glask. No, Basile. Renata Glask leans down. She can see the sheen of sweat on his forehead. You'll get me the information I need, and you'll get it to me within the hour. 2023. Elodat carefully moves aside the vials and burners, the metals and wires, the tools and masks that litter her own private workspace, and lays out the first few pages of designs. Renata watches as the divisor dons a loop, looking closely at all the details that make these new breathers tick. There are a few she would trust with this new alchemical technology, but Elodat has proven her worth time and time again since she first entered Renata's employ at age 12. These are unbelievable, Elodat breathes reverently. No filter system? No place for the toxins in the air to go? They just destroy the toxins? Eliminate them completely? Do you understand how it works? Renata asks. Would you be able to replicate the results in a similar product? Without question. Elodat's fingers twitch excitedly. Is this my next project? It is, she pauses. But make some part of it necessary to replace. Filters are a great way to keep money rolling in. Find our version of that for purifier. Renata looks at Maeve, who's standing in the corner near the door and awaiting instructions. We're sure about the factory? Maeve nods. My scouts have confirmed it. It's just beneath Mightenstoke's dance hall in the promenade, as Basil said. Excellent. 22.30, then. That should give us both plenty of time. Maeve turns to leave, but Renata stops her and glances at the divisor. Hello, Dat. The decanter's show ready, yes? Elodat snorts as she marks up the design documents. Of course, Miss Renata. Beside the divisor's workstation sits the decanter prototype. A weapon, a tool, a mechanized wonder attuned only to the gestures of Renata's left hand. All elegant lines of gold and brass, both sinuous and sharp, protective yet delicate. Bubbling inside the contraption is the glowing magenta liquid that encompasses Renata's entire inheritance. Renata twirls one of her mechanical fingers in the air. In response, one of the vials attached to the decanter fills with a pink gas. She plucks a breather from Elodet's lesk and grabs the vial, clicking it into the mask in place of a filtration unit. Make things easy on yourself, she says as she tosses the mask to Maeve with a nod. Mask Maeve exits. Um, Miss Renata? The divisor looks at the floor as Renata turns back to her. How are my parents? I haven't seen them in... Yeah. They've just bought a house, Renata says casually. And I've found work for your brother and his fiancée, Cultivar. Your work has kept them very happy. 
a pause. You should visit them. Eladat's head snaps up. Really? Absolutely. With a beckoning gesture for Renata, the decanter's thrusters fire, lifting it into the air. It bobs beside her. She walks toward the door. After the demonstration. 2146. And now, finally, the announcer says with a glare at Renata, we have the newest product from Glask Industries, presented by the fabulous Renata Glask herself. Renata, darling, please join us on the stage. With practiced ease, Renata steps out from behind the curtain to ravenous applause. Wealthy Piltovans, dressed to impress, filled the Vesela clan's lavish ballroom, eager to hear about the newest novelties from their favorite Zonite. The announcer claps politely, though his eyes roll at this level of excitement from the audience. Renata removes her mask. Every breath she takes of the empty Piltoven air cuts her throat like glass, but still she smiles. A big thank you to the Vesela clan for having me. What a treat it is to spend an evening in your beautiful city. For many of you, Chemtech is a scary word, an ugly word, one of iron and decay. What then could a Zonite have to offer Piltover? Glask Industries has shown you time and again that Chemtech doesn't have to be ugly. And tonight, I'm going to show you that it can be beautiful. A flick of her wrist and the decanter floats across the stage past the announcer to Renata. Delighted gasps punctuate the murmur of the crowd. So easily pleased, so hopelessly naive. The Glask Industries decanter, a milestone in the world of healing. Alchemist and nursemaid all in one, creating medicine and administering it in the same breath. She's interrupted by the announcer coughing into his sleeve. She turns to him, knowing full well that none of the chemicals in the decanter are strictly medicinal. Would our kind announcer be interested in helping with a demonstration? 2229. Renata sips her sparkling wine as yet another potential investor approaches her. Across the room, the announcer stands beside the decanter and hands out Renata's business cards, just as Renata had suggested. She peers at her pocket watch and walks toward a balcony with a phenomenal evening view of Piltover. Below, even Zahn's promenade level is visible from up here. 22.30. An explosion lights up the promenade, right about where Baron Maiden Stokes dance hall is, in fact, or rather, where it used to be. But no one in the Vasella clan's ballroom seems to care. A glance hits the most any of them spare the tragedy down in Zahn. It's beneath them. Except for Renata Glask, who watches with a chuckle and takes another sip of her fine Piltoven wine. Man, Renata's one of those villains that, like, you like, but you don't like that you like them. It's kind of how I'm feeling about it. Um, I get to teach fifth graders. It's my job, but I teach at a classical school, which means I'm always having conversations about 
what does it mean to be virtuous and pursue virtue? And there is a lot that we could unpack here between justice, humility, uh, goodness, and beauty, and with Renata. And I just, ah, one of these days when I have a ton of free time and my only job is podcasting and streaming and writing, <laughs> I can do that. Maybe over the summer. Who knows? Anyway, thank you for listening. Don't forget you can check out our other podcast called Gamer Alchemy and where we're mashing together Noxus and Dungeons and Dragons. I think after we finish with Noxus, we're going to do Smash Brothers mashups. Like, anyway, check it out. Thanks. Appreciate it. Like, comment, review, and the whole bit. You know how that works. Appreciate it, and we'll catch you down the line. Sorry that this episode was a day late. It was a bit of a wild week. Catch you on the flip side.